This segment of Bernie Radio Home and Ranch Show is sponsored by Carlos Camarillo of Platinum Wealth Solutions. At Platinum Wealth Solutions of Texas, it is their mission to provide quality financial guidance and to develop innovative solutions that will help you achieve your dreams. From retirement planning and business succession to providing for your family's future, Carlos Camarillo looks forward to helping you create your financial plan and a step closer to your financial success. 210-998-5017. 210-998-5017. Security and investment advisory services are offered through Royal Alliance Associates Incorporated, member FINRA SIPC. Royal Alliance Associates are separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services referenced here are independent of Royal Alliance Associates. Welcome to the Bernie Radio Home and Ranch Show. I am James Dewar, your Texas realtor and host, and I'm the one you call when you're looking to buy or sell your luxury home or ranch. Well, this is an amazing story we have to tell today. We're going to have Representative Kyle Biederman, member of the Texas House of Representatives, District 73. We'll talk about everything that concerns Gillespie, Comal, Kendall County, so you need to stay tuned for that. And then Travis S. White, Custom Builders, will be on. And we're going to talk about all the questions that you need to ask your custom builder when you're looking to build a beautiful Hill Country custom home. And then we're going to have our talented and beautiful Christina O'Connor with Pilgrim Mortgage. And she'll be on to talk about is now the right time to, to get a mortgage and what happens if you wait. So... We'd like to thank our sponsors that make this show possible. Christina O'Connor with Pilgrim Mortgage, Carlos Camarillo with Platinum Wealth Solutions of Texas, and I'd like to thank Brand Builders for producing the video that we have on the Bernie Radio YouTube channel. Uh, They are the Emmy Award-winning production company, and we're just excited to have them as part of our team. And, of course, the professional real estate agents at Berkshire Hathaway Home Services Hill Country Properties right here in Bernie, Texas. So please go to the program page on BernieRadio.com and you'll find all of our sponsors, whether it's a mortgage, whether it's it's wealth uh, accumulation, we have all the people here that can help you. And we're here at the Bevy Hotel in Bernie, Texas. I'm James Dewar, your host, and it's time for the Bernie Radio Home and Ranch Show. Rise and shine, rise and shine. Hey, hey, Artie, wake up! Homer! Turn that thing on! I beg your pardon? I said turn that thing on and shut up! Now you just sit there and you'll learn something. Mr. Nightlinger, watch for breakfast! Dude, apples, bacon, and biscuits. Well, forget the apples. Slap some bacon on a biscuit and let's go! We're burning daylight! And now we have a special guest. We have Representative Kyle Biederman who is our Texas House Representative for District 73, covering Comal County, Kendall County, Gillespie County. It's a pleasure to have you on the show today, Representative Biederman. Well, James, thank you very much for having me on. And, you know, uh, Bernie, Kendall County, the Hill Country in general, which is my district, uh, is so important. And there are so many things that are happening in our district that we need to uh, make the people aware of. You know, it's hard for people to know uh, what's happening, especially in our government, whether it's the federal government, but especially the state government, because there's really very few outlets. So I appreciate you having this, um, having me on so you can let your listeners know uh, that uh, what's going on in the Texas legislature. 
Well, so good to have you here on Bernie Radio, Home and Ranch Show. And I just want to make an offer. We want to be your mic to, to let the citizens know what is important. So tell us now, what is important and what are issues are you working on in the House of Representatives for our citizens of Kendall, Gillespie, and Comal County? I sure will. But I, again, questions are always welcome. We, we love questions because we want to know what you want to know also. But, you know, basically, um, when it comes to this session, it's been the craziest session, my third session. But when you ask the other legislators, uh, this is definitely a, a, a very unique session uh, because of all things, of course, the COVID and then the, um, the uh, problem with the grid and so forth has really slowed down the beginning of session. Uh, a lot of bills are still filed. And I know, Representative Biederman, you've been very uh, feverishly working on a solution to our energy crisis that we had and the high rates that consumers uh, received. And uh, tell us a little bit about what you did for our citizens in such a short period of time to help them out. Well, actually, uh, that's when my meeting is at nine o'clock. So, uh, you know, there's a lot of different aspects when it comes to the grid and what happened with the, uh, with the problem with, that, with the ice storm. Uh, but when it comes to pricing, repricing, uh, that was a bill brought up by the Senate two days ago, and they went through the entire process that usually takes weeks in about three hours. Wow. So from wow. hearing the bill to begin with, getting it all through committees, getting all the votes, and then coming back, uh, and they passed a repricing bill to make sure that nobody uh, was going to be paying those exorbitant prices that the uh, uh, ERCOT and PUC allowed on the, on the pricing of electricity. But... My meeting at nine o'clock is the House side now is saying, well, hold on, we're not moving that fast. So I'm really not sure what the House wants to do. And I'm sure hoping that, that I really believe repricing is the way to go. Somebody price gouged, somebody made a lot of money, and we need to find out who that is. Uh, and the thing is, we just need to be fair. These people, there's no reason that they should have been able to, uh, during an emergency, price gouge the way they did so. Uh, that's what my meeting is at nine o'clock, so I'll know more then. But there's a lot of bills that have come out in the last two weeks because of this uh, to uh, keep this from happening again. And Representative and I Peterman, do. I really appreciate the fact that you're a business person, just like we are. You have an Ace Hardware store in Fredericksburg. You know what it's like to be on the other side, not the politician, but the guy who's working in the community every day. And tell us what it's like being in business while you're also in the legislature. Well, uh, being a state representative, uh, we get paid very little so that we have to work. Right. And we have to have a, a, a source of income because it's not coming from this. Now, congressmen, a lot of people are confused between a representative, a state representative, and a U.S. representative. U.S. representative is called a congressman. Uh, they make a much larger salary. Um, and, of course, they have a lot more that they have to do, a lot bigger area, a lot of travel. But uh, being a business owner and trying to juggle this job, we're here five months. So we're here at least five months. And this year, we're going to be here more because there'll definitely be a special session because of redistricting, which the census report information hasn't come out yet. So we can't redistrict till we get the census. So that's, that'll be after session. So that means a special. And so when I'm here, I'm not working. Uh, so I'm just very blessed that God's blessed my business and has allowed, uh, and of course, this last year, hardware stores have done very well. So I actually feel 
a little guilty that my business is doing well. My wife is uh, is a huge you know support for my business. She actually runs it better than I do, and so um, uh, so we're doing very well. But it's a it's a lot of balance. But you know what's more important is not the balance of the business. It's the balance of having business people here at the legislature. There's so little common sense, and there's so little customer service and that and that desire to really um uh, you know be a, a a real advocate for your con- constituents uh, because most people are not in business you know too many too many attorneys i believe of course and activists people that are elected uh to be an activist for a certain issue and so they get supported financially in a huge way um to really push just certain things and uh, that's certainly not what i do and Representative Biederman, we appreciate what you're doing here locally. And you have this legislation, the Hill Country Protection legislation that you're working on, that we're all going to benefit from that in terms of uh, our water resources. Please uh, tell us a little bit about the Hill Country Protection legislation. I, you know, so the Hill Country is such an important place for the state of Texas, uh, basically the playground of Texas. So my, 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 um, colleagues from all over the state, whether they live in the cities, whether they live far out West Texas, doesn't matter where you live in Texas, many of them come to the Hill Country because of the, the beauty and there's just so much to do in the Hill Country. So if we don't protect this area, um, it's going to affect everyone in the state as well as in the country. So for me, protecting the Hill Country is very important and it's important for me to convey to my constituents uh, or my colleagues here in the legislature, hey, we need to really look differently at the Hill Country than everywhere else in the state of Texas. And that's why even the TCEQ, the, uh, um, you know, Texas Commission on... um, Commission for Environmental Quality. Right. They have set up a priority groundwater management uh, area for the Hill Country, which encompasses a number of counties in the Hill Country. That was set up, you know, a decade or so ago because they recognize the priority that is needed to protect the Hill Country. So we're using that designation now um, to be able to protect that area. So instead of just saying Kendall County or Gillespie County or Comal, we're using that designated area already set up by the TCEQ uh, to be able to do some protections for the Hill Country and tie it to something other than uh, just a commissioner's uh, desire to pick a winner or loser, uh, but tie it to the uh, priority groundwater management area and why it's a priority area, mainly because of water. And I've got Larry Bailey, who is my policy advisor, uh, who wrote most of this legislation. Um, he's just phenomenal um, knowledge in this. And, uh, you know, Larry, I'd really like you just to say something really quickly about the, um, the uh, PGA ma bill that we have because it's 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 very unique and i think it has a chance to really pass we have created house bill uh 3883 which addresses the major concern that the hill country priority groundwater management area county commissioners groundwater conservation districts and the public and organizations businesses you're good that have come to us over the past three years to say we cannot continue to go down this path pathway that we have where we haven't gotten any take meaning that the 
legislatures have not really come up with any sound reasoning to give county commissioners additional authority to control housing development in unincorporated areas. So this does not involve uh, city boundaries, cities, ETJs. It's the unincorporated areas of these counties. So the legislation that we've put together addresses the central issue of giving authority to the county commissioners only after there is a vote by the people within that county. So the people must vote and give them the approval first. If they give them that approval, the bill then carries to say that the county commissioners will work very closely with municipalities. They'll work with the groundwater conservation districts uh, to determine uh, what size of property should be used in unincorporated areas, meaning that uh, will there be one house per every certain number of acres or, uh, or whatever they happen to come up with. But it's based upon existing Texas Water Development Board policy. So we're not asking any changes in the existing water policy. We are using that as the basis for this bill that says that groundwater conservation districts today have already come up with their calculations that are required by the Texas Water Plan. And in those calculations, it specifically says that if you take groundwater, that being the Trinity Groundwater Aquifer from within the county boundaries, uh, you will not see heavy developments because that water is currently not available or not seen to be available in drought conditions. What we've added to this bill to make it stronger is we are treating the Trinity Groundwater Aquifer as a single aquifer so that's saying that no matter whether the Trinity water comes from outside the county, it will be treated as though it's from within county. And that means that developers will have to find additional water sources. So the Trinity groundwater aquifer, we know through the drought of 2010, 11 through 2015, that it was not a sustainable, not completely, but mostly to the Texas Hill Country the surface water was not dependable as well. So developers and other parties that want to build large developments in, un in unincorporated areas within these counties are gonna have to find an additional water source, such as the Carrizo Aquifer, aquifer storage and recovery type water that has been made uh, available through that type of technology or some other source. Uh, mm -hmm. But what we're um, saying, literally is we cannot count on the Trinity groundwater aquifer for developers to come in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and again, it's very realistic in the fact that water is, without water, we can't live. And so if we just allow um, uninhibited, you know, growth uh, without water sources, people are gonna be buying homes and then five years from now or the next drought, they have no water, what good was that purchase? So it's really being tied to something that um, needs to be sustainable and not being tied to, hey, we don't want to grow. We don't want people here. Uh, that's not the truth. The truth is we'll take people here, but we want to make sure that they don't take our water and that we can't you know, take care of our families. So that's basically what this is. And to give the people the vote. It's not something that I'll pass a bill and say, okay, take it or leave it. No, no, the people will get a vote. They'll get to talk about it. And um, that's what we need. Communication is what's missing uh, in today's society. So 
what I wish is the, the U.S. Congress did as much hands-on work and as, as diligent as you are for fixing our problems here locally. Uh, they can really take a cue from what you do for our citizens here in Kendall County, Kamal County, Gillespie County. But you're even reaching beyond it. You're in Bear County working for all Texans about the Alamo. Tell us about your efforts for the Alamo for our great state of Texas. Well, I appreciate you asking because yesterday we actually, uh, my, my committee is the Land and Resource Management Committee, and we oversee the GLO. So the GLO is uh, the General Land Office uh, headed by Commissioner George P. Bush, um, and they oversee the Alamo. So we had them come uh, yesterday to our committee uh, to give us an update on what's happening at the Alamo. Unfortunately, uh, Commissioner Bush didn't come. Um, I have a feeling that he knew that I would be there and didn't want to answer my questions. But he sent uh, his, his legal team there, and we got to ask them what is going on at the Alamo, especially since they can't move the cenotaph anymore, which is what I fought for for the last three years. <clears throat> and what, you know, most Texans, when they finally asked Texans, do you want to move the defender's empty tomb? Um, 29,000 responded within three days saying no. 1,000 responded saying yes. So when you ask Texans, it's very clear what they want to have done at the Alamo. The problem has been those in charge, the general land office, as well as the city of San Antonio, has not really wanted to ask the people. They wanted to only do what their committees that they put together want to do. And so we're at a, we're at a point right now is where do we go from here? We know the cenotaph will not be moved, but what <clears throat> will be told, what story will be told on the Alamo battlefield? And so we still have a <clears throat> huge battle here because the city of San Antonio uh, basically wants to tell the whole story, a story that's not been told. Well, I think most Texans know what the story of the Alamo is, and that's the story they want told. But the city of San Antonio being San Antonio and and the Alamo was in San Antonio, they want it to be more San Antonio uh, to the point where they want the Alamo battlefield to basically be the city center of San Antonio, like a central park. And that's not what people from all over the world come to the Alamo for. Uh, we're we're going to be adding a museum, and we've got some great pieces from Phil Collins and so forth to put in the museum. We can tell a lot of stories in the museum, but the battle should be told on the battlefield. And so I actually have legislation to tie the, um, the messaging on the battlefield to the Texas Declaration of Independence. And the Texas Declaration of Independence was signed right at the time of the Alamo battle. And so the people fighting at the Alamo know what they were fighting for. Uh, they were fighting for independence. And the Declaration of Independence states the reasons and the grievances we had with Mexico. And slavery was never mentioned. So we didn't fight for slavery, yet that's one of the big issues that the city of San Antonio and George P. Bush from the land office is allowing to be um, to allowing to be a almost a major issue and message about why the Alamo battle is fault. And that's very sad. Well, it's really good to hear some good old common Texas good horse sense, I guess you could call it. 
Man, uh, we appreciate everything you've done. We appreciate you being here on Bernie Radio Home and Ranch Show. And I know you have a lot of other issues, and you got a meeting right after this uh, interview. So tell us uh, what else do we need to be concerned about, and what else are you working on uh, in the legislature? Well, besides the Alamo battle, and um, I also have a bill for Texas independence. Yes, you're talking about House Bill number 1359. Yes. Now, you know, people, well, the people love the bill because they recognize what's going on in our country, in our world. Uh, you know, the, the, uh, the, the men that fought in the revolution, the Americans that fought in the American Revolution, they call it the American Revolution, fought for um, independence. And of course, then they put together the most amazing constitution and set up a, a fantastic Republican form of government. And a, a limited government for the federal government uh, and strong governments for the states, the United States. Then, of course, the battle in, uh, for Texas independence was the same thing. It was that American spirit and it was Americans that fought uh, at the Alamo. They came from all over the country, actually all over the world, but all over the country to fight. So that was all Americans. And they fought for uh, against a tyrannical government and a dictator. Well, we're at that point right now where, unfortunately, our federal government has become the tyrannical dictator over the states and over the people. And we're seeing it happening in front of our eyes at, at record speed right now. So it's not like it has just started. It's been this way for a long time. And, you know, leaving is not the only, I mean, leaving is the last resort. So my bill is not about um, secession. In fact, we can't even leave if, we, if my bill passes. And again, we want to continue to give people the vote, people the voice, just like in the bills that, uh, Larry Bailey has put together with, with me. Uh, we want to allow people in Kenneth County, hey, you want to protect your health country, you want to protect your community, then you vote. We're not going to let just some government officials tell you what to do. Well, it's the same thing with my, my Texas bill. Let the people vote. Force the Texas legislature then to, just as a, a, a company would do, report to your stockholders. Report to the citizens of Texas why are we still here Where's our money going? How's the federal government helping us? And can Texas take care of Texans better? And that's all it is. It's basically a study, but it won't happen if the people don't vote because there's no leverage if you just say, hey, we're not happy with this. And so uh, that's what's important right now that we get the, uh, allow the people to vote. And uh, once you go through a process for two years, a plan's put together, then we determine, is it a good deal or not a good deal? What should we do? And within two years, a lot's going to happen in this country. And uh, I just know God's in control, but uh, it's a scary time for, for us. But uh, uh, we just need to trust in God because right now, the trust in our country is, um, uh, and the faith in our, United, in our federal government is, is waning. Well, I really appreciate the strength that you bring to the, to the, the House and uh, for the great state of Texas. And making sure that the U.S. And the, and the U.S. government understands that we are a powerhouse in energy, in agriculture. We have a lot to contribute, but at the same time, we want to have our own government that, that, that we are having input. We don't want the U.S. government to be too overbearing. And I really appreciate you fighting for all Texans. And I wanted to let you know that Bernie Radio and the Bernie Radio Home and Ranch Show 
We want to be your platform. So anything you need to get out to the citizens about what you're doing in the House, uh, Texas House, please don't hesitate to reach out to us. We look forward to having you on for another show. And is there anything else that you want to tell the listeners? Right. Well, I appreciate that very much, and I appreciate you reaching out to me. I'll tell you, every two weeks there's something very important. So you all just schedule having me on. There you go. I'll be there because, uh, you know, there's things happen so quickly here. And so um, uh, it would be – and session only goes to the end of May. So we don't, we, we're we almost halfway through session already, and we haven't heard a bill on the floor. So uh, it's about to start getting hot and heavy. Thank you again, Representative Kyle Biederman with the Texas House of Representatives and being here, taking time for uh, the issues that we have here in our counties. Thank you very much. Uh, thank you also to Larry Bailey, who, who worked, has been working with you tirelessly on the uh, Trinity groundwater uh, issues. And uh, we want to have you on again in the future. And as all of our listeners here in the Bernie and in the surrounding area, we want to thank you for being on the Bernie Radio Home and Ranch Show. Republic. I like the sound of the word. It means people can live free, talk free, go or come by or sell, be drunk or sober, however they choose. Republic is one of those words that makes me tighten the throat. Some words can give you a feeling that make your heart warm. Republic is one of those words. This is Bernie Radio. The financing of your home should be strategic. Your financial situation is different than your brothers, your sisters, or your coworkers. Working with a local lender that gets to know you and creates a customized financial game plan specific to your goals can potentially save you thousands of dollars over the life of your mortgage. That's where we come in. Call me, your Bernie neighbor, Christina O'Connor, to discuss your purchase or refinance needs or visit BernieRadio.com for a direct link to the Pilgrim Mortgage website. This segment of Bernie Radio Home and Ranch Show is sponsored by Carlos Camarillo of Platinum Wealth Solutions. At Platinum Wealth Solutions of Texas, it is their mission to provide quality financial guidance and to develop innovative solutions that will help you achieve your dreams. From retirement planning and business succession to providing for your family's future, Carlos Camarillo looks forward to helping you create your financial plan and a step closer to your financial success. 210-998-5017. 210-998-5017. Security and investment advisory services are offered through Royal Alliance Associates Incorporated, member FINRA SIPC. Royal Alliance Associates are separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services referenced here are independent of Royal Alliance Associates. Here at Brand Builders, we are full of marketing ideas. So for you Bernie business owners, here's a good do-it-yourself tip. The first step to online marketing is with the mothership, Google. Claim your business before your competitor does. Go to google.com slash business and sign up your company. This is the best way for new customers to find you when they are searching for your products. And it's free. If you need help with the sign up, let brand builders do it for you. And we can even help you move to the top of the list. Call us at 830-431-0665. Brandbuilders.digitalmedia.com. This is Tim Hatters with Berkshire Hathaway Hill Country Properties, and you're listening to the Bernie Radio Home and Ranch Show. Welcome back to the Bernie Radio Home and Ranch Show. I am James Dewar, your host and Texas realtor selling custom homes here in Bernie and all over the Hill Country. And we have our custom home builder here, Travis S. White. Welcome, Travis. Good to be here. 
And we also have our co-host, Christina O'Connor with Pilgrim Mortgage. Good morning. Thank you, Christina, and thank you for supporting the, the Bernie Radio Home and Ranch Show. And also, we'd like to thank Carlos Camarillo with Platinum Wealth Solutions of Texas for sponsoring this. And we have all the great realtors with Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, Hill Country Properties, and you can find all the realtors. You can find Christina. You can find Travis White. You can find everybody at BernieRadio.com. Just click on the program tab and find all about it. So I, I want to build a custom home. I'm cu- and I come to Travis S. White, custom home builder. What questions do I ask you? Sure. So I want to back up just a little bit. And any builder you go to, you know, there's there's a lot of great builders in this area. But Travis um, White is the one that you want to call. <laughs> Hopefully. And before so, we go any further, what is your phone number? Uh, my phone number is 210-389-7181. So 210-389-7181. Mm-hmm. It, it, building a custom home, I mean, it's it's a huge undertaking. It's not something that just happens. You know, a lot of people want to build, but the whole process is something that really needs to start years out in advance before before the construction actually takes place. So depending on where you are in the process, if it's just a desire that you, you want to build a home, uh, it's a great time to talk to a builder early on, but you really need to interview that builder and not just take them at face value or, oh my, you know, they built my friend's house and it turned out all right. I think the biggest thing in building a custom home that's going to make the experience go from being you know, so-so to exceptional is having a good trust relationship with the builder. That's good. That, that's a mutual relationship with either one. So if you if your builder is not someone you can fully trust, you shouldn't be your builder. Yeah. And so you're you're basically, I mean, you're that quality guy that's saying, hey, you need to go out and you need to interview several, you know, you several should. custom builders sure. and find out who you're comfortable with. Yes. And, and different builders, in, a, in the custom home world, there's different builders for different types of homes. There really are. And depending on the type of home you're trying to build, is there's some builders going to be better suited for that than others. Mm-hmm. One question that, you know, it's, it's a natural question, and I'm sure you get similar types of questions like this about, everyone asks about cost. Everyone wants to know what's your, what's your price per square foot. And that's a horrible question to, to ask. And if a builder is advertising their cost per square foot, that's a red flag in my mind right away. Mm-hmm. Because how can I, I'm literally trying to build people's visions I'm trying to, I don't have a style. My style is their vision. So I'm trying to take their vision and put it on the paper with the help of designers and specialists. How can I tell you what my cost per square foot is? I don't you know, don't what, know what the is. design is. I don't yeah. know what the design is. So you know, that immediately, that shouldn't be necessarily part of the initial discussion. Um, a much better question for the client is what is your budget and what are your goals for this home? Versus what is the cost per square foot? Because at that point, you're already you're already looking at it like a track home. If you're worried about cost per square foot, don't build a custom home. <laughs> you That's so true. So, yeah. so true. Not knowing what kind of upgrades they're going to put in it mm-hmm. or what it's going to be constructed of. I can't agree with you more. Too it, many people do it back backwards. Yes, and it, it leads to disappointment every time. Mm-hmm. Um, something else I want to throw out there just for anyone listening to think about building is a custom home. There's different ways to build homes. And, you know, depending on who I'm building for, I build in different ways. But a custom home really is about 60% of that cost is the the bones of the house. It's the foundation. It's the structure. It's all the stuff that you won't see again. The other 40% of the cost, it's all selections. Mm-hmm. So how can I know what, what your price per square foot is going to be? It can, it can really yeah. uh, go tremendously one way or the other. Mm-hmm. And so what's another question we should, uh, that, that if you're, thinking about doing a custom home with Travis S. White Custom Homes, 
What are they going to ask you? It should be asking to speak to some previous clients. Oh, okay. References. Yes. And you know, I have previous clients that are happy to talk to them and then some that are even happy to invite them into their home and show them things and show them the whole finished product. I think that's another, another important thing to be asking any builder. Great. So. Right. And, uh, what, what else is, a, is if, when I'm looking at, you know, building here in the hill country, how, how far of a radius do you go? I go within an hour's drive of Bernie. Okay, so because you grew up here, yes, you know about mm-hmm. you know about uh, where the sun rises and sets. You know about the humidity. You know about uh, you know the, the the how much rain we get. Mm-hmm. You know about our wind. Uh, so you can kind of really help them on everything from site selection too. Uh, yes, I'd like to be a part of that early on on the site wow. selection. That okay. makes a, a, a tremendous difference in how the home is going to fit on the property and. And also with cost, um, you know, just because a property may seem like it's an affordable property doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be affordable to build on. There you and go. There's a lot of factors, especially in the hill country. If you're not familiar with the hill country, most of almost every home I build has a well. Uh, wells vary in depth. Septic systems vary in design, mm-hmm. design requirements. And those are all things that, that fit into the, the home as a holistic masterpiece. So. I think the fact that you are only willing to go 60 miles out is telling because you're not accepting anybody that comes along Mm -hmm. and you're you're not needing it that much. Does that make sense? So Mm -hmm. I've seen builders literally be willing to drive two hours to construct a home. And I just I feel like your attention to detail and you being on site and having the ability to get there, Mm -hmm. your radius would make me feel a lot more comfortable as as a buyer building with you than someone that's going to be two hours away from the site sure it's, it's yeah. a quality control measure for that absolutely. reason absolutely there's yeah. only so many hours in the day to, to do these things and if i spend four of them driving to and from your site something something's going to give somewhere mm-hmm. so. so and i've been on construction projects where you know you're going to meet the builder and it is literally two hours away mm-hmm. and you're there and they're not there mm-hmm so, uh, you know, the, the builder needs to be in a reasonable area and needs to be familiar with the area. Mm-hmm. So, the, um, so you're not waiting on the builder. He doesn't show up. Yeah. And I've yeah. had that experience multiple times. Mm-hmm. Well, tell us some more. What else do I need to know? You know, when you're starting off wanting to build a home, it's best to decide who your builder is going to be and then work with the builder and the designer as a cohesive team. So the kind of the older way of doing it was, you know, pretty common. You'd get a set of plans made from an architect, and then you'd send it out to bid to a couple of different builders and then kind of gauge the contracts from there. Custom building, you're always trying to meet certain objectives. People have a way they want their house to look. They have a way they want it to function. Usually they've had several houses by then. They know how they want it to perform in some way. And those things don't just happen by accident. So that's, that's why I think it's important to select your builder early on in the process not based on the proposal that you get once you've already developed a set of plans. Yeah, exactly. And I'm so glad you're, you're here with us again. Uh, we, we know a lot about you from previous interview, and that's why we, we wanted to have you back on again to let our listeners know that Travis S. White, is, is, he's, the real, he's the real deal. He's from here. You grew up here. Mm-hmm. Uh, your, your father was a builder. You're a builder. Uh, this is not, as we said earlier in the show, this is not your first rodeo. So we really appreciate you being here again. Thank you. Uh, so, so, so anything else you wanted to talk about? Uh, first, your phone number again. Uh, let's do your phone number and website. Sure. My phone number is 210-389-7181. And my website just my name. It's Travis 
travisswhite.com. There you go, travisswhite.com. And anything else that if I'm looking at building a custom home here in the hill country that, that I need to ask you? <laughs> it's quite a long list there. What about mortgages? Since we have the, the advantage sure. of having Christina here. I think budget, budget is important. Mm -hmm. I mean, truthfully, talking to the lender, even before they come to you, to know what their max sales price would be so they're not completely jumping the gun when when drawing plans, for example. Mm -hmm. you well, know. So they could give Travis S. White a price yes. that may not be a realistic price. Yeah. So you exactly. want to engage a, a mortgage lender. Well, I know that lender. they're qualified. You know, that yep. they're qualified to buy whatever they are. Because once you start your process, right, once we start start drawing up plans, there's there's expenses at play mm -hmm. there. And I would hate for somebody to get all the way down the line to find out they really need to be doing 500 square feet less if yep. they're going to do these upgrades to the house that are going to make them happy. So mm -hmm. I do think talking to the lender early um, is important. Do you agree? Yeah, yes, that's actually one of the, the things on the second step. I have a 12-step process to building a home. Perfect. Um, the second step is, yeah, go get pre-qualified. Yeah. You need to secure financing for this this potential build somehow. Mm -hmm. So. And then if you own the lot already, the way that we handle the financing is different. You know, mm -hmm. people ask all the time, am I going to keep the lot loan throughout the construction loan and kind of explaining that process and how, um, how they're going to make payments on the house as the construction goes along. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of people don't understand making interest-only payments based on the amount that's drawn. So when you start construction on the house or do that construction loan, the first thing that gets paid off is the lot loan because mm -hmm. we only want one lien at a time. The next draw is going to include the foundation, which is a huge part of the expense of the house, yes. right? Yes. So um, understanding that process so that they're comfortable you know, making two house payments during the construction of the loan, mm -hmm. truthfully, I think is important. Yeah, that's a huge part of it that, that can get pushed too late into the project. Mm -hmm. So We want it to be good for everybody and working hand in hand with a good lender and a good realtor mm -hmm. makes, you know, divorces are caused sometimes by yeah. new construction when things go sideways. You know, clients don't like each other at the end. And I think working with a quality builder that is honest and has integrity and knowledge, as well as having your mortgage in place and good representation from a realtor really makes the process go much more smoothly. Mm -hmm. So you're talking everybody. about you're talking about a team. So we're a team with Berkshire Hathaway. Uh, I mean, this is a Warren Buffett company. We're forever agents. That's what they say. Travis is a forever local resident. You're going to be here forever. If they want to build another house in 20 years, their kids are going to call you. And then they're going to call Pilgrim Mortgage, who's been in lending for over 20 years. So it's a, it's a great team. Uh, uh, but, you know, your clients can pick whoever they like. But they needed to talk to Travis S. White, custom builder, because uh, we're just so impressed with you, and that's why we wanted to have you here again. We'd like to have you on another time sure if that's okay and uh and christina thank you for for your insight Absolutely. on mortgages and, and construction loans are not an easy thing we talked about that before you need an experienced person so we, we look forward to having you on again and we look forward to having all of our listeners listening to the bernie radio home and ranch show and this is a bernie radio home and ranch show this is bernie radio the financing of your home should be strategic 
Your financial situation is different than your brothers, your sisters, or your coworkers. Working with a local lender that gets to know you and creates a customized financial game plan specific to your goals can potentially save you thousands of dollars over the life of your mortgage. That's where we come in. Call me, your Bernie neighbor, Christina O'Connor, to discuss your purchase or refinance needs or visit BernieRadio.com for a direct link to the Pilgrim Mortgage website. Do current events have you worried about your financial well-being? Are you still confident in your current investment plan? Do you even have an investment plan? Hi, I'm Scott Velocity with Wells Fargo Advisors, and I have a proven client-centered process that can provide you with the clarity and confidence you deserve. Call me today at 830-428-2352 for a consultation. That's 830-428-2352. Of course, you can always find me at BernieRadio.com. I'm Kerry Martin with the Texas Farm Bureau Radio Network, and you're listening to the Bernie Radio Home and Ranch Show. Remember what the sheriff said, no more shooting until the sun goes down. Drinks are on the house. What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? Welcome back to the Bernie Radio Home and Ranch Show. I am James Dewar, your Texas realtor selling luxury homes in Bernie and all over the hill country and ranches all over the great state of Texas. And speaking of the great state of Texas, if you missed our interview we had, our Zoom interview with Representative Kyle Biederman uh, with uh, representing us in the great state of Texas house, uh, you need to go to BernieRadio.com, listen to it on the podcast. You need to go to the YouTube channel and see the whole Zoom interview. It's some critical aspects of our community that our representative, Kyle Biederman, is working for us. Absolutely. Water rights are a huge, huge huge factor out here. And I'm Christina O'Connor with Pilgrim Mortgage, proud sponsor of the Bernie Radio Home and Ranch Show. And this segment is brought to us by Scott Velocci, financial advisor with Wells Fargo Advisors, and of course, the professional real estate agents at Berkshire Hathaway Home Services Hill Country Properties. Again, please go to the programs page of BernieRadio.com, and there you'll find all of our sponsors and podcasts of all of our guests. And in our next segment, we're going to be talking to James Durer over here about what makes him the best real estate agent for your Hill Country real estate needs. I like the way that sounds. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Christine, my co-host. And uh, uh, we just want to talk a little bit today about uh, what makes a, a good real estate agent. And so I'll let you uh, well, what does be the interviewer you, today. Absolutely. What does make you different? How do you stand out and um, go above and beyond for your clients? Well, it's, it's not my first rodeo. So it's, it's important that you, you have somebody who has a, the life experiences because every transaction is going to throw you a curve somewhere. Mm-hmm. So you need somebody who has a background. I'm, I'm actually a, 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 a Texas Aggie a, a engineering graduate, so I know how to critically think. And when I start stumbling like this, I know, well, I need to get back on, on the task here. But uh, it's important to have somebody who, who has life experiences that, that knows about engineering, knows about construction. And I'm not an inspector, but uh, there's things that I can convey to my clients. So you need somebody who's it's not their first rodeo. For sure. I think every transaction teaches us something. Exactly. You know, not all of them go perfectly, perfectly right. But each transaction teaches you something, so the next one goes a little bit better. And so, now a lot of times people will automatically call a real estate agent 
in the city that they're moving to. Correct. And talk to us about that. Why is that not always the best idea? Well, a, a good example is I had a conversation yesterday with somebody who came from out of state, mm-hmm. and they, uh, they they did not contact a realtor beforehand. Uh. They just came out here, and then they, they were busy with their new job, the new employment, and the first, you know, uh, first uh, listing that came up on Zillow, they went after. Okay. So that's not the way to do real estate. What you want to do is you want to utilize the professional realtors. Mm-hmm. So if you're moving, if you're, I don't care where you move into Alaska, you move into somebody else asked me yesterday about Israel. Mm-hmm. Said, yes, we have agents in Israel. Berkshire Hathaway is a global, we're the largest conglomerate of real estate in the world. Mm-hmm. You know, so we can help you whether it's moving to Colorado, it's moving to Houston. But it's critical to to uh, to call me, James Dewar at three six one four four two four eight one one, and I can I can introduce you to a qualified realtor. So you don't just take the first listing that mm. comes up, and you you need to know the the neighborhoods, and that's why you need to have a real estate who knows that area. Well, and you as an agent can actually vet the agent that you're referring them to. You know, interview a couple in the city in which they're moving to to make sure that that really is the best agent for them to be working with. I hate to say it, but having done mortgages for 20 years, I've seen the good, the bad, and the ugly. That's right. And sometimes even the most seasoned agents are not the most knowledgeable ones. So having someone who knows, talks the talk, walks the walk, to call in advance and vet them for you, I think could be critically important and we need a you need realtors like christina o'connor who is a a mortgage person Mm -hmm. but we need realtors that have your attributes i know your attributes is you look at and we're going to talk about that in the next session we're going to talk all about mortgages in our last segment so stay tuned for that but uh you need somebody who's going to look at you know different options yes and you have an incredible story so stay tuned to that yep yeah, you got to think outside the box sometimes, especially now with the seller's market that we're in and and houses literally flying um, off the shelves. Our inventory is lower than it's ever been in the 20 years that I've been doing this. So now, James, what are your hours? So my hours are, are you know, I have, you know, they have this graded technology now that you can put your phone on do not disturb, right? Uh-huh. But I can re- still re- receive texts and I can still receive messages and phone mails. So 24 hours. So you call me 24 hours at 361-442-4811. If it's 4 o'clock in the morning, like this morning, I was up and working. So uh, anytime of the day or night, you call me because it's important because you don't know what you're with this hot market. You need to have the agent that who's going to be responsive. I tell people it is not a career. It's a lifestyle. So both of my kids were born at the end of the month and I had closings happening. So literally uh, my phone rang 45 minutes post C-section <laughs> and it got answered. And um, honestly, it wasn't, my mom put my phone in my ear thinking that it was my cousin. It was not my cousin, it was, <laughs> it was a new client. client. And I literally had to say, um, I'm so sorry, I just had my baby 45 minutes ago. Can I have somebody give you a call back to take your application? Um, but I picked up the nurse in the hospital from that deal. Because she said, if you can answer 45 minutes post C-section, then you've got to be a good loan officer. You care about your clients. And I know you're the same way, this four o'clock. And it's funny because sometimes you are working that early in the morning. And when you respond to somebody immediately, they're like, wow, another another someone that, that likes to wake up at the crack of dawn. So 
Now, we talked about experience, maturity being important. Mm-hmm. Um, talk to me a little bit more about that. Well, life experience is also very important. And one of the most important things about real estate is confidentiality. So you need somebody who, who's mature, that, that knows about uh, business and knows about the importance of confidentiality. So when I sign on a client, uh, it's confidential. Everything we talk about forever and ever and ever. Amen. I mean, so it's not something that uh, you want to mess with. You, you want to make sure you, you're, you're, you have an agent who will keep that confidential because that can really uh, either be to your advantage or disadvantage. Mm-hmm. So uh, if, if, if something gets out and that, that you do not want the buyer or seller to know, that can be devastating to your sale. So it's important to have somebody who's mature and they understand confidentiality. Absolutely. My daddy always said, loose lips sink ships, right? Um, so duties as a realtor, you know, we get dragged into so many different situations where people expect us to know everything about everything. Mm-hmm. So what is your job as a realtor? So my job as a realtor is being a realtor. Now, there are life experiences and my background in, in engineering. You know, I, I understand inspections. Uh, I understand setting up an LLC if you're looking for uh, an investment property. I understand, you know, ag exemption, you know, property, you know, it, the, the property taxes if you're buying a ranch. But I am not a CPA. Mm-hmm. I'm not an attorney. Mm-hmm. So it's important to understand that uh, – and I, and I make that very clear with my clients that, that I am a realtor and I help them and I will give them my opinions. But it's important that they're just opinions. But what I do is, is I have, you know, I, I will give a client two or three references for the right CPA, for the right attorney uh, that can help them in their process. Mm-hmm. So my job is a realtor, but I do have some vast knowledge elsewhere. Yes. And that's that's so important. As a lender, it's such a blessing to have our attorneys immediately available to us to answer questions on funky situations. Um, Right now, I've got a client that bought a year and a half ago that's going through a divorce. We're doing an ulti deed so that he can buy the wife out of her equity, basically, in the property. And um, and there's some different intricate details on stuff like that. So ensuring that you're doing it right. I've got... Another situation um, recently that we were able to to get remedied very quickly. So it's good to have a team. Yeah, and right. I know that and Berkshire Hathaway has that type of assistance when you need it as exactly. a realtor. But it's important for a buyer to understand they, they have to get their own representation when it comes to attorney situations or... and. You're not a CPA, like you yeah, said. So right. people ask me all the time, well, how will this affect that? And I go, mm, I can refer you to a great CPA. That's right. That's but right. So, I do mortgage really, really well. You do real estate really, really well. So go to the expert for which you need assistance, and that's you. And, and listeners out there, I want to remind you, you're listening to Bernie Radio Home and Ranch Show. And if you, if you want to re-listen to any of this podcast or you want to find our phone numbers, you can go to you, our YouTube channel. You can go to... Uh, BernieRadio.com, click on the Programs tab, and you can find all of our information there to join us. Uh, We'd like to uh, talk about home inspections. You should always get your own. That's right. Never use the inspection that was done for the previous buyer that walked away or that inspection that was done for the seller. And what I like is having do an inspection even before you put the house in the market. That's a great idea. Because then you know you're not going to have that hiccup. 
and uh, and and being a, a, a graduate Texas A and M, I have the training as an engineer to kind of look at you know inspections and kind of assist you, even though I'm not an inspector. Again, I'm not a CPA, not an attorney, but I do have those life skills that I can help you out. Um, well, and, and the truth is, like for you as the realtor to go and assess the property and be able to tell the seller before you list it, hey, these shrubs are too close to the house. So when oh, yeah. we order a VA appraisal, there, that's going to be conducive mm-hmm. conditions to termites. Um, those are all things. When you talk to an inspector, when they walk into a clean house... They inspect it differently. Right. If it's well-maintained, take out the stuff that's going to cause problems. Because, sure, shrubs touching the house may not be a big issue, but you know what you just did? You cost the buyer another $150, $175 in a final inspection fee for the appraiser to have to go out a second time. And right now, with appraisals taking so long, that could end up delaying your closing. Yeah. So if you've got any conducive, the shrubs, the trees, all those things, that having someone with your knowledge to go in and help them prep it is is fabulous. And since we're here with Christina O'Connor, Pilgrim Mortgage, I want to tell you about a story happened just this last weekend. Okay. Uh, that we had a uh, the, had a client. We went out and we we saw a house. They they, they called us at, at nine a.m. We were there at eleven, mm-hmm. viewing the house, yeah. and then we put in an offer. Right. So when we put an offer in, we already had a pre-qualification letter. Yes. Well, they had a high bid that was submitted over ours. Okay. And they didn't put a pre-qualification letter. They gave the person 24 hours to produce that letter, or they wouldn't accept that bid. Okay. So that's where you have to have somebody who has experience to say, "Hey, I'd love to show you these houses, but you got to you know call Christine O'Connor or Pilgrim Mortgage and get that pre-qualification letter because." Even if you're the high bidder, Doesn't if you matter. don't have that pre-qualification letter, because they don't want to go 30 days down the line no. and lose the deal because they can't no. qualify. Well, and honestly, so. look at who the pre-qualification letter came from. There you I'm go. I'm sorry, but well, some lenders are better than others. Well, stay tuned. Going for our- online is not the best choice. There you go. So uh, stay tuned. Our last section, we're going to go deep into to mortgages for houses and learn all about it with Christina O'Connor, Pilgrim Mortgage. So this is James Dury, your host, and this is Bernie Radio, Home and Ranch Show. That's it, Pilgrim. This is Bernie Radio. Do current events have you worried about your financial well-being? Are you still confident in your current investment plan? Do you even have an investment plan? Hi, I'm Scott Velocity with Wells Fargo Advisors, and I have a proven client-centered process that can provide you with the clarity and confidence you deserve. Call me today at 830-428-2352 for a consultation. That's 830-428-2352. Of course, you can always find me at BernieRadio.com. At Brand Builders Digital Media, we coach businesses like yours to take a shot at do-it-yourself social media marketing. Here's another Brand Builders tip to help grow your sales. Today, over 60% of Google searches come from mobile devices. So if you're updating your website or just getting started, take on a mobile-first approach to your company website. It will force you to prioritize the most important aspects of what you want your customers to see first. If you don't want to do it yourself, give Brand Builders and Bernie a call and we'll do it for you. Call 830-431-0665 or check out the website at brandbuildersdigitalmedia.com. The financing of your home should be strategic. 
your financial situation is different than your brothers, your sisters, or your coworkers. Working with a local lender that gets to know you and creates a customized financial game plan specific to your goals can potentially save you thousands of dollars over the life of your mortgage. That's where we come in. Call me, your Bernie neighbor, Christina O'Connor, to discuss your purchase or refinance needs or visit BernieRadio.com for a direct link to the Pilgrim Mortgage website. I'm Kim Blum, President and CEO of the Greater Bernie Chamber of Commerce, and you're listening to Bernie Radio Home and Ranch Show. Welcome to Bernie Radio Home and Ranch Show. I am your host, James Dewar, your Texas realtor selling luxury homes in Bernie and all over the hill country and, and ranches. All over this great state of Texas. And I'm Christina O'Connor with Pilgrim Mortgage, proud sponsor of the Bernie Radio Home and Ranch Show. And again, this next segment is also being brought to us by Scott Velocity, financial advisor with Wells Fargo Advisors. And of course, the professional real estate agents at Berkshire Hathaway Home Services Hill Country Properties. You can always visit BernieRadio.com for a complete list of all of our guests and all podcasts of our program. And now... Let's now, talk about mortgages. Let's talk about the market. So okay. lots lots going on. Definitely a seller's market right now. Are you experiencing this, James? Yes, definitely. Multiple offers all the time. So how can how can you help as a mortgage person and when your your client has in a multiple offer situation? So it's it's difficult with inventory so low, you really have to do something to differentiate yourself. And um, there's a few things that I have seen over the years that I think can can make your opportunity for success much greater. Number one, you have to be pre-qualified. Like you just said in the last segment, um, submitting an offer without a pre-qualification letter, I'm truly shocked that they even even gave them 24 hours to come up with it because typically you you don't submit an offer without a pre-qual letter, you know? Um, and what good is a pre-qual letter if they've just now talking to a mortgage company 24 hours ahead of time? And this is on the weekend. Well, and we're the talking truth about, is... We're talking about the offers on Sunday. Yes. And they had by Monday at 1 p.m. to have that letter in. Well, fortunately or unfortunately, um, they can go online to uh, a multitude okay. of online lenders, put in whatever information they think will get them qualified, whether it's true or not and get a letter spit out to submit with that offer. But in truth, that can hurt you too. So getting that letter from an, I'm not gonna pick on anybody in particular, but as a listing agent, um, a good listing agent knows that those online lenders letters are as good as the information that the buyer puts in the system. That is not the way that we work. We are verifying income and asset documentation before we ever write that pre-qualification letter. And when you're submitting the offer, I'm calling the listing agent myself. So that's a little thing that we do that's above and beyond um, because one of the biggest um, complaints in our industry is lack of communication, especially from the lending side, right? A realtor has a very hard time, especially the listing agent, contacting the mortgage lender to see what's going on. Mm -hmm. So as James is submitting the offer, I'm calling the listing agent and pre-validating my client. That's huge. That's huge. And I actually, uh, I, uh, when I told my, my, uh, client Mm -hmm. that they were going with a high bidder and they were, you know, waiting till 1 PM on Monday to get the, the letter in, uh, you know, we pretty much talked it. Hey, that bid may not go through mm-hmm. and that's not good for the seller. They're going to lose 30 days probably. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so, you know, you, you, you know, it's in the best interest 
to, to call Pilgrim Mortgage, have that letter in advance, but have a letter that the listing agent valid. knows is a qualified pre-qualification letter for a mortgage. Well, and I write my letter specific to the offer. Oh, you do? So a lot of times wow. clients will call and go, you know, just, I want the letter. And I go, okay, I can write you a letter for $450,000, but when you're only offering four ten, we really don't want the seller to know that we're qualified for four tip. Four fifty. There you go. I mean, this is a hand of cards, friends. So we need to keep our cards close to our chest. And if I need to rewrite the letter as you negotiate, I have no problem with that whatsoever. Okay. Um, I think that's important. As long as you always go down, not up. (laughs) Well, in this day and time, you got to do what you got to do. I've got lots of clients that are offering over asking price. Oh, sure, sure. In order to to get the deal and putting in the contract that if the house doesn't appraise they're going to pay the difference. Okay. And and we have Christina O'Connor with Pilgrim Mortgage here uh, talking all about mortgages. And give us the, uh, give our listeners your information so they can contact you. Um, My website is O'ConnorMortgage.com. And my phone number is 210-414-7534. You can reach me directly. Great, great. And a story. You mentioned the story, Mm -hmm. right? So what do we do to uh, make things work? So I have a veteran that is relocating from overseas right now. They have fallen in love with the house. Um, A VA loan right now has a a better interest rate than conventional loans, even though they do have some money to put down if needed. VA is definitely the right loan product for them. However, this house was listed previously. So a year ago, a VA appraisal was done on this home last March, and it came in low. So the seller is super concerned that they may have a low appraisal situation again and is very hesitant in accepting another VA offer even a year later. Right. Um, my buyer can go conventional. So I literally, um, as they're negotiating the offer, the seller's pushing back big time, we called the listing agent and with, with the buyer's consent and with the uh, buyer's agent's consent and basically explained that... Um, If the VA appraisal comes in low, we all agreed um, that the seller would convert to a conventional appraisal. Mm -hmm. The uh, buyer's agent agreed to pay for the conventional appraisal if that becomes a need. Um, So truthfully, we're able to move forward now. We're going to get the inspection done immediately, order that VA appraisal. Closing is not until the end of April, so we have more than enough time with their relocation needs. and, um, And we're able to move forward going VA with our contingency plan in place and the sellers is at ease with that. And you know what? You must be in the top 1%. Ugh. I mean, because how many other uh, mortgage companies are going to go to that length to, to go through all the paperwork, to do all the qualification, to have this backup plan? If the VA mortgage doesn't go through, they have to go conventional. I can't see that happening out there. So, well, uh, you, Pilgrim Mortgage. We you, help make the deal happen. We're all on the same team. So like we said, every transaction teaches us something and mm-hmm. we've got to think outside the box, especially in this market. Um, well, so, tell us some more stories about uh, the, the well, current market. Well, um, rates definitely, if you're on the fence as to whether or not you want to buy, now's the time to jump off because rates are creeping up with fears of inflation um, rising. You're watching the stock market Mm-hmm. do what it's doing and and interest rates are creeping up they're still great i mean we we need to get over the fact that um that we may not be in the twos without right. paying some discount points to get there but the threes is amazing you yeah, know we bought was. our first house at six and a half percent with 780 credit score and that was a good rate back i then. know my parents paid in the teens and the 80s yeah. so 
still being able to utilize rates in the threes is a beautiful thing. Um, but I would say I wouldn't wait. Right, you know, right. if you can find the right thing for you and your family, don't wait to buy. And another thing that can very be very helpful when you're negotiating in a multiple offer situation is not having to ask for closing costs from the seller. Right. Okay, offer right. a good um, asking price. Don't ask for any seller concessions. Um, also consider paying for your own title policy. Right. 99% of the time in the state of Texas, the seller covers the title policy. You could literally get the deal over being willing to pay for your own $1,300 title policy. Yeah, I had a, I had, a, had an offer come, came, came in a couple days ago, and they wanted the, the, uh, the seller to pay for the title company. They wanted the seller to pay for the survey. They wanted the title, you know, pay for everything. So that's not the way you, you make friends. No. No. So. And one other thing that, that really can be useful is the buyer's agent calling the listing agent to see what the seller needs. Does the seller need to be out in 30 days or is the seller building a new home and they really need 60 or 90 days in that house before closing? You literally, the more information that the buyer's agent can get from the listing agent and you put your offer together so that it accommodates the seller's need, you may not even be the highest asking price, but you gave them the 75 days they needed for closing and the other offers didn't. Yo, well, Christina, thank you for being co-host again today. Uh, tell the listeners one more time how to contact you. www.oconnormortgage.com or 210-414-7534. And this is the Bernie Radio Home and Ranch Show. Okay, boys. Run's over. I want you to know it's over. Well, bye. This is Bernie Radio.